Hello, and thanks for checking in at Calmo this week. You know, I am excited about our current series. We're, we're looking at how Jesus cares for those, the, those that perhaps society has put aside or, or those who, for whatever reason, feel they're not worthy of God's love. And then we're also gonna look and see how that helps us care for ourselves and care for others. And today we're looking at how Jesus loves and cares for those who, who feel dirty or undeserving of his love. So let's, let's dive in. I'm gonna start out by asking, are you clean? Now that sounds like a strange question, right? You might answer, yeah, I had a shower yesterday or maybe this morning, right? But if we dig a little deeper and dig into our heart, maybe there's something we did or we thought about that we're not necessarily so proud about. And so in that way, we feel a little dirty. Um, like maybe we need a good hot shower to wash away that feeling. But a shower just doesn't do it, right? Even waterless hand cleaner, I think that's marvelous stuff, but even waterless hand cleaner won't get us clean. You know, it's just part about being human in today's world. Our actions or, or maybe the actions of others will leave us feeling dirty or unclean. Maybe it was a bad decision we made or, or a mistake. Or maybe it was nothing we did, but some strange circumstance in today's world that, that left us feeling that way. So our opening question this morning is, do you feel clean? And that is, inside as well as outside. Now, there's many things in life that we can't depend on, but one thing we can depend on is God's love. In, in those times when all we want to do is hide, hide in a corner or roll up someplace, Jesus reaches out to us. Hear these words. These words come to us from Luke chapter 5. Once when he was in one of the cities, there was a man covered with leprosy. And when he saw Jesus, he bowed with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you choose, you can make me clean. Then Jesus reached out his hand and touched him and said, I do choose, be made clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. Now, in that day, leprosy was a skin disease that was absolutely catastrophic. There was no cure for it. And so lepers were required to isolate away from family and friends until they were healed. Well, there was no, there was no cure, so that was like forever. And, and so it was, a, it was a hopeless situation. You know, it's a little bit like getting COVID, you know, our recent experience with the COVID thing, except being permanently isolated from everybody, people you love, your family, friends, and, Society not only viewed lepers as, you know, sick people that needed to stay away, they saw them as bad people that had some, done something really bad to deserve such a fate. They were seen not only as dirty on the outside, but dirty on the inside, and they were cast aside. And yet Jesus reached out and touched them. You know, when we feel unworthy of God's love, we might start pulling away from God. We might you know, just wanna kinda, you know, you know, you know, and unfortunately, that's when Satan and his evil powers go into action and they drive that wedge between us and God. And so 
hear these words from uh, Jesus' disciple Peter. This comes to us from 1 Peter chapter 5. Discipline yourselves, keep alert. Like a roaring lion, your adversary, the devil, prowls around looking for someone to devour. Now that's some pretty dramatic language, but you know, if you can imagine a lion, we don't have lions in this country, but if you imagine this lion prowling around, just looking for somebody to gobble up, and then Peter goes on to say, resist him, be steadfast in your faith, for you know that your brothers and sisters in all the world are undergoing the same kinds of suffering. Well, in this, Satan is like a lion, right? Prowling around for people who have fallen away from God, fallen away from their protector. They're, they're away from the herd, if you will. They're, they're by themselves. Um, people that don't feel worthy to reach out for that rock that is Jesus Christ for strength. You know, all we need to do is tap into God's strength. All we need to do to, to tap into God's strength is to face Jesus and just reach out. Now, the Apostle Paul had a unique and dramatic experience with Jesus. He was a tireless worker for the kingdom of God, and in his, in his letter to the church at Rome, he gives us some very, very strong reassurances. This comes to us from Romans chapter 8, starting around verse 35. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword and then it goes on, for I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. In other words, Paul is telling us that all we have to do is, is cry out to Jesus and there's nothing, nothing in this world, no powers of evil, that can separate us from Jesus' love. All we have to do is cry out. Well, maybe you're not struggling. Maybe I'm not struggling. Maybe we're doing just fine, right? Now, this is great because this gives us the chance to be Jesus' hands and face to help someone who is struggling. If we look at Matthew chapter 22, Jesus tells us that the two most important things for us to do is to love God with all our heart, with all our mind, and with all our soul, and care for our neighbor likewise. And so we can care for our neighbor who is struggling, who doesn't feel worthy, who's drawing away from that source of strength by sharing with them our experience with a loving Jesus who is always there for us. We can demonstrate our concern by reaching out to someone who is withdrawing from God, who doesn't feel worthy, who feels that they're not worthy of God's love and God's blessings. But you know, Satan is still prowling about looking to cause trouble. So let's consider these two discussion questions before we go on with that thought. Do you know anyone who feels unclean or unworthy of God's love? And then there's a tougher question. How can you, how can we reach out to them? You know, when, we're fee when we feel that we're doing all right, we, we kind of fall into that trap that, that we are better than someone who might be down and out or who is struggling. So hear these words from 1 John chapter 1. 
If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he who is faithful and just will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his truth is not in us. You know, we all have our struggles. Maybe we're not aware of them. Maybe we don't notice them. Maybe they're little and we don't really think about them a lot. But in truth, we're no better than anyone else. And no one of us is any better than anyone else. And so we can share the love of Jesus that we feel in our heart because we happen to have received his grace first. It's our call to pass his love along. It's not like Jesus came along and, and loved us and blessed us in this situation and now we can kind of hoard that love. It's like, thank you very much. It's kind of like uh, passing, uh, passing mashed potatoes at the dinner table. Take your share and then pass it on. Um, maybe Jesus recognizes that, that we, we were having trouble and he blessed us first. It's hard to say. But you know, I think in all of this, when we think about helping other people, there's a, there's a danger that we feel that, that we're better than somebody else. And I think Jesus recognizes that we have a hard time see, seeing our own failings. So I hear these words, these words come to us from Luke 18, verse, starting at verse nine. And he also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and they were regarding others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. Now the Pharisee, now that was a, a very religious uh, leader, uh, was standing by himself and praying this way. God, I thank you that I am not like other people. I am better than them. I'm better than the thieves, the rogues, the adulterers, or even that tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of all my income. Now, if we're honest with ourselves, Jesus is describing most of us good churchgoers, if you want to think of it that way, right? And, and, and we feel like we're, we're good people. We don't lie, cheat, or steal. Um, you know, we're not perfect, but, but, we're, but we're okay. Well, Jesus continues. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even look up to heaven, but was beating his breast and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Jesus is describing someone who doesn't feel clean or doesn't feel worthy. They know that they fall short of God's expectations. But then Jesus, like he, like he frequently does, he puts a twist in this story and he continues. I tell you, this man went down to his home justified rather than the other. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled and all who humble themselves will be exalted. What an ending. Jesus is turning conventional logic upside down. The, the Pharisee, who is a very religious person, he would have been following all the rules and commandments. He would have been doing everything right, but he thought himself to be righteous. And, and so Jesus said, no, that's not right. And this other fellow that didn't think he was worth much, Jesus lifted him up. 
And so we learn from that that we need to humble ourselves before others, even if we think we're really great people, even if we think we're good and we do everything right and, and whatever, whatever uh, criteria you want to use for being good. Um, but Jesus is telling us that even if we feel that we are okay, that we are good people, that, you know, we, got it. we need to humble ourselves because we are no better than anybody else because God's blessings happen to come to us first. And so the point is when we feel that we're okay and we might think in the back of our head that well, we're better than somebody who is struggling or not going to church or like I say, whatever criteria you wanna use, we've gotten off track. We have sinned against God by thinking more of ourselves than we should. And in that way, we are not following the teachings of Jesus. So our closing discussion today is, are you able to be humble? Am I able to be humble? And then how does that make you feel? And now for our prayer challenge. Take that five minutes each day and you gotta push away the world because the world is chaos. And be honest with yourself. Are you totally clean inside? And then ask God for help in your struggles, the big ones, the little ones, the ones you think are trivial. Ask God for help. And then pray that God calls for you to reach out to someone to help them in their struggles and help them to feel God's incredible love. But whatever you do, talk with God often. God sent Jesus to be our Lord and Savior, to teach us how to be truly clean on the inside so that we can be able to share his love with others. And to do that, we have the love of Jesus in the constant presence of the Holy Companion, the Holy Spirit of God to help and guide us. I hope you found this message to be helpful. If you'd like some more information, please reach out. You can put a comment in the chat box for this post. You can call or text me at 517-588-8415. You can use the Calamo online connection card at calamochurch.org forward slash connect dash with dash Calamo. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you have any questions. Let us know how we can be a blessing for you. And now, would you please have a moment of prayer with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your words to us that no matter how down and out we feel, no matter how unworthy we feel, that you are there for us. You are there to wrap your awesome arms around us and lift us up. It's the Lord, we pray that you reveal the awesome power and presence of the Holy Companion in those listening to this message or watching this message, that you let them feel the warmth of your love and the light of your truth. We pray all these things in Jesus' holy name. Amen. I'm your neighbor, Jerry, pastor at Calmo Church. Have a great day. Have a great week. And bye for now.